a lot of times people worry too much i feel about the future so my basic logic in life is i remember the past i live in the present and i think about the future wow. often people live in the past live in the future and don't live in the present which is the complete opposite of what we what are going for everyone and welcome back to the coffee with warriors episode as you know we try to bring people of strength grit and hope in today's episode we have a very special guest here to talk about how he does not get bogged down by the complexity of life and work despite having so much on his plate he needs little to no introduction he has he was awarded the boss tino 25 under 25 in the year 2020 To some of you who are wondering about what the award really implies, it is one that is awarded to the 25 brightest young minds who are under the age of 25 every year. Our guest graduated from Northeastern University with a major in finance and minor in nutrition. He has had an entrepreneurial mindset since high school, where he founded the first high school business conclave called the Dalal Street. Now he has immersed himself in all kinds of ventures. even before graduating college as a sophomore he led a venture called mango manage your go an initiative to help students optimize their time in college which earned a spot among the finalists in northeastern's annual venture pitch competition the husky startup challenge and since then he has served as a husky startup challenge marketing manager director and mentor at the same time he joined nu impact Northeastern Student Led Impact Investment Fund where he similarly rose through the ranks. He has been presiding over NU Impact since last April. Under his leadership, NU Impact has fundraised, made its first investment, grown its leadership team from 19 to 60 people and hosted a sustainable investment summit that attracted people from 12 regional schools. The list of his achievements is truly endless. So without any further ado I am so honored to have my inspiration since 8th grade so inviting none other than Karan Kishore Purya himself you cannot even imagine how fortunate i feel to have you on the show today thank you so much for taking our time from your extremely busy schedule to be here with us today it really means a lot Nishta that's a very kind introduction i can't <laughs> thank you enough for the kind words you used and the inspiration and, and respect is completely mutual having learned about all the incredible things that you are doing so excited to have this conversation and get going and hopefully uh, inspire some young minds who listen to yes, this yes absolutely absolutely right so just as i was sharing with you earlier that i had the opportunity and the fortune to meet you 4 years ago when i was in 8th grade because of squash and when i met him i want all the listeners like listening to this to know that he was i was inspired by him as a squash player because my coach would ask me to learn to see his game and learn how to grow my own and i was so inspired by your lifestyle you know eating all those bananas after squash and then hitting the gym immediately after and when i met him i think the most fulfilling feeling was that he wanted to see everyone around him grow you know he was so helpful he never hesitated for anything So let's start, Bhaiya, from all the way back. So I believe that everything started from Kolkata. 
so i'm i'm so excited to like study and learn your entire journey because i'm sure it's going to be so illuminating for everybody for sure so uh, like to give you a quick background right and uh, like you already spoke about squash which is a very integral part of like growing up uh, but i i was born and raised in calcutta in a joint family uh, marwadi family yeah. so in my family historically everybody is not the fittest they all carry what we call in a loving way a family pack right. and but one thing that they always were is they were always very supportive so very early on like i would say in grade 6 or 7 i decided that you know this is my genetic uh, history of my family but i'm going to break my genetic history by number one eating clean number two being focused on uh, working out playing sports etc and number three is also investing a lot in myself and wow. investing in myself means uh, reading uh, every day trying to uh, develop new habits surrounding myself with incredible people So in Calcutta uh, was in La Martinia, which is a pretty uh, famous school in Calcutta, and was born and raised there. Uh, beyond that, went to Northeastern and was one of the first people in my family to actually go and study in America. And the time when I went to Northeastern, right, uh, my parents have till date never been to America before. So I knew that this is an incredible opportunity that I've been provided by my Absolutely. parents to study in the states. So I knew that I wanted to make the most of. every opportunity that came to myself so yes i had fun i went out but i like to say that i also worked as hard as i possibly could to make the most of it and now after 5 years 4 years of studying in america and one year of working in top tier companies in america i'm finally back home in india so that's like my journey in a nutshell uh, very grateful to my parents without yeah. whom i wouldn't have, have had this journey and uh, I, i like to say that i'm a very average person trying to live a very extraordinary life wow so, i love that if i can do it i'm pretty sure that 100 other people or 1000 other people like me or much better than me can can as well <laughs> wow i love how you know you mentioned about manwadi family and the lifestyle because coming from the same i can totally relate to how every time you have samosas and swalis you know there's no concept of really investing in yourself or eating healthy <laughs> love that yeah and and it's not like you know one more thing i strongly believe right is uh when when life gives you a problem there's always a solution that exists to it but it's just that are you the right person to find the solution and often times like you know we complain about oh i'm from this kind of family oh i don't have this but the best way to change surroundings right is it sounds very cliche but change yourself and what it did right for for me and my family at least is as with time that i got into fitness and i became fitter more conscious about not just working out but food sleep uh breathing and a holistic lifestyle Yeah. I saw that change I think come in my younger brother Krishnav as well who yeah. I share a room with this is our room and <laughs> now even with my parents who are a lot more conscious of what they're doing they're trying to live healthier lifestyles yeah. which wow. will definitely give them a long run benefit and it might Absolutely. like you know lead to more effort in the short run so the best way to change your surroundings if you're from a marwadi family and they're not fit <laughs> If you change yourself, and I'm sure they'll be inspired uh, to absolutely, change as well. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, perception is all that matters. You know, once I think everybody has problems in their lives. It's just how you look at the problem, and if you take it as an opportunity to actually help you grow, or take it as something as a burden. You know, it's all in the way you look at the problem, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, right. So since I mentioned how you know you've inspired me since I was in eighth grade, so you've been inspiring people even before you knew it. So, if you were in eighth grade right now, and you, and you would see who you've become today, what would the fifteen-year-old self feel about who you've become today? So, the fifteen-year-old self will tell the twenty-three-year-old Karan that uh, Karan, uh, you've climbed one step 
of the mountain that you want to climb be proud of where you are today but remember that there is 100 or 1000 more steps to go before you can reach your destination and even when karan climbs a thousand steps the 30 year old karan the 20 year old karan and 30 year old karan that karan you've climbed thousand <laughs> steps remember the 10000 more to go so i like to tell myself and to people around me that my goal of who i want to be will always be a moving target i am very happy in life with what i have today but i am not satisfied with what okay. i can do in the future you know you're still not proud of who you are you still have a long way to go you're still more just complacent about your entire journey yeah, i love that I and, love and you know i'm, I'm going to add another quick thing so i think steve jobs like i look up to him as an inspiration in 2006 or one of similar years he gave a speech at stanford right the commencement speech where he told the stanford graduates that don't try to connect the dots going forward because they will always connect when you look back so often times when i see, when i meet younger younger people right and i'm i'm very young i'm 23 i'm not some like very enlightened person yeah. i'm trying to grow in life as well i tell people that have a goal in life obviously but don't be so fixed on your goal that you cannot move when you need to move or change when you need right. to change because at the end if you're working hard if you have a passion if you have a purpose and you're kind and surrounding yourself with incredible people the dots will always connect so and that's what what's happened with me as well because when i was 15 i did not think that i would be doing the same things i'm doing right now at 23 and life has its own way of right. making things go the right way as long as you're doing the right things right, yeah and it's so important to be like adjusting to changes you know for sure okay so i feel like you know also when i look at the world especially in the last 12 months there has been so much of anxiety and about getting overwhelmed by the, these unprecedented times you don't know where they're going to take you you don't know what's your job going to be like you know you don't know what's going to happen in the next 6 months so how did you not fall into the trap of getting overwhelmed by everything that was happening around you so uh, you know it, firstly i, I want to like really stress on the point that it's totally okay to not be 100% always like Uh, yeah. as a person i feel that i'm very energetic i'm very positive that's my innate nature mm-hmm. but i'm not 100 like 100% always like that there are days when even i'm not feeling my best even i'm not feeling like to work as hard as i want to work and it's important to recognize that that's okay everybody has their ups everybody has their downs and if you're seeing someone only showing their ups because social media in a way yeah. is not reality it's it's not true because you don't know what's happening in their background so number one i want to say that it's completely fine to have your ups and downs how i stay positive i guess is uh two big things right number one is by being healthy i think it's your, so you are are living inside this body of yours right. and by being healthy and eating good food sleeping right working out you are making your body a more sound place for your soul to live in so yes. so that's one thing and the second big thing right is that a lot of times people worry too much i feel about the future so my basic logic in life is i remember the past i live in the present and i think about the future wow. often people live in the past live in the future and don't live in the present which is the complete opposite of what we what are going for so that's yeah. two and and lastly one really really big thing i, I also think is just remember that today if you have in india the very basic necessities are roti which is food kapda which is clothes and you have a house to live in it might yeah. not be your own you might be living in a rented house you have more than so many people in this Absolutely. world and in india so yes. there is so much gratitude that that is resides in me that it's very very hard for me to feel upset that i don't have this because yeah. i have 100 other things that 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 I, that i don't complain for so why should i complain for the one thing that i don't have and I, there's nothing in life that i don't have that i really want 
it's such a beautiful thing to see this kind of a perspective from such a young person you know like when you usually talk to people this age they're always complaining about what they don't have you know i don't have this that person has this. i don't have that that person so yeah i feel like it's so important to count your blessings and just be grateful for what you have because you can't have everything right i, I, I couldn't agree more and and nishta like you know one more thing on similar regard i would encourage a lot of young people to do this and i'm trying to do this myself actively is surround yourself with people who are not or nothing like you right so i remember when i was in school i was playing hockey uh, and hockey is not a sport played by a lot of marwadi kids who come from families which are which are comfortable so i was playing with people who might not come from as comfortable backgrounds as as myself in yeah. income but they were from very happy families so like yeah. you know they were compensating for that in in that way i learned a lot from them today whenever i'm going out for example yesterday right i came back from work uh, in the evening and my guard like my guard said good evening uh, yeah. how was your day i was like they were fantastic and then i asked him that you know aap rehte kahan hain huh. and he's like are hum hum ghar bhi rehte and i did not know that that he stay like i live in a apartment complex he lives in the building then i'm like aap kitna baje tak kaam karte he's like i hum kaam karte 11 baje tak 10 11 baje raat ko and i asked him kitna baje uthte aap he said i get up at 6 in the morning or 7 in the morning and then work at 8 again so it gave me so much perspective that you know i think i'm working hard and this person is is sleeping away from his family in my building or in in sorry not my building in in a building i live in yeah. he is working much longer hours than i'm working yeah. he is surviving on a much smaller salary than i'm getting yeah. and he's still so happy and so energetic so what do i have in life that i'm going to complain about when this guy is so grateful so that's wow. another perspective that i might share that surround yourself with people who are different from you yeah, so much to learn from these people who have so little but still are so content with their lives you know you know distraction he calls it the weapon of mass distraction right so there are these weapons which distract us steal our focus destroy our drive and determination so it's important to be aware and vigilant about these tools which destroy our drive so how do you feel that you deal with all of these distractions and get your brain fog cleared so that you keep being motivated and you keep achieving at such a young age so you know distraction is very real and uh, it definitely like you know in, in special i think especially in the world of this is the biggest distraction in our life yeah. <laughs> and social media is i think the second biggest distraction especially for when i'm looking at millennials right netflix social media etc so maybe three or four ways that i combat distraction is number one i always plan my day so uh, there is never a day that i'm going into that i don't know how my day will look like and it's generally planned weeks in advance as well sometimes for example yeah. when we schedule this event right the moment we scheduled it it went on my calendar and i realized that i'm running late today which almost never happens that i'm running late and i really <laughs> i was really really disappointed that i'm doing that but sometimes <laughs> you have to do it so the first is plan your day and your week and maintain some kind of a it could be in a book it could be in a phone etc where you write the plan down so that your mind is not occupied by remembering what the plan is so i don't remember anything everything's on my phone the wow. second the second big thing is uh, remember that it's important to give yourself breaks as well but right. most people take breaks in today's world unconsciously so mm-hmm. i often tell younger people my friends as well right that uh, you know do, do social media go on netflix do it whatever but schedule time for it and do it then so when you're doing it you're 100% on netflix you're not thinking about your homework here mahab jana ye bhi karna hai i'm on netflix because i schedule that time and it's yeah. my break time where i can relax nobody can work right. 150 hours a week right right the third big thing is i think surrounding yourself with people who also who you want to be like and who you inspire you so i'll i'll give a short example right when i was in college uh, some young student asked me hey karan bhaiya how are you doing so much in college 
And I told them that, you know, it totally depends on your perspective. My four or five really close friends are doing as much as me, if not more. There are weekends when they are in the library grinding on their personal projects. Wow. They're raising millions of dollars when the young in student, like when the young students in college, uh, they are clearing CFA, FRM while being in college. Uh, they are playing sports for India and winning Commonwealth Games me- like medals, etc. So if I'm, if those are the people I'm surrounding myself with and looking up to, then I'm doing nothing. Like you know, so yeah. remember that there is always people who are doing more and working harder, and Absolutely. that also helps with a distracted uh, mindset. And the last thing I, I would also say is that at the end of the day, do things that you enjoy. Yeah. Right. So I, I feel that sometimes in 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 this world of social media. Uh, young students don't go to the depth of actually exploring. So I would encourage someone like, you know, say that they don't know what they want to do. They're blank, right? They're trying to figure out in life. They want to study business, science, uh, want to take up cooking, DJing, etc. I would encourage them to spend at least 10 to 15 hours. So it could be three to four weeks putting time and exploring one passion of theirs. It could be singing, DJing, cooking, writing poetry, books, sports, etc. If in 15 hours, they find that, oh, I want to explore it more, give it three months. Right. In 15 hours, you say, I don't want to explore it, leave it. Yeah. But give yourself the chance to actually explore something in reality before deciding, nahi karna hai, meko, meko yeah, nahi. Yeah. which a lot of young students are doing and they think that, oh, I don't know what I'm passionate about. It's not yeah. distraction, etc. So plan your day, surround yourself with great people uh, and do what you enjoy doing and I'm sure it'll be good. Yes, absolutely. So, for instance, like when you're talking about this, I can totally relate it because personally for me, if anyone ever even mentioned about you would be doing a podcast, I was like, no, not at all. I cannot even imagine myself doing it before even exploring. You were like, you know, this could be my calling. I just like completely negated it. I was like, not at all. So that's something I regret doing because I could have started this way earlier. So again, it's so important to just not shove anything off before actually trying it because you never know what you're passionate about. And another thing, as you mentioned about your friends who were doing much more than you again, it made me realize that the reason why you're doing so much is because you're being surrounded by people who are doing so much, by people who are smart. Like what even I tell many of my friends and what my mantra is in life is to surround my people who are smarter than me, who are more productive than me. Because as soon as I'm with people who are not even doing one tenth of what I'm doing, I get demotivated. I'm like, why am I doing so much? These people aren't doing anything. Instantly, my productivity level falls. You know, so it's so important to surround yourself with people who are doing more than you to get inspired and to keep going and keep pushing yourself out of your boundary. For sure. So, so Nishta, like, you know, I completely agree with what you said. And like a very short phrase, you might have heard of this as well, that comes to my mind, right? Is you are the average of the five to 50 people you surround yourself and talk most with. So, and in today's world, the beautiful thing with the internet is that you could surround yourself with someone who doesn't know you, but you listen to them so much on social media, on YouTube, et cetera, that they become your friend. You might not be their friend, but they are your friend, your mentor indirectly. And that's the beautiful things that like uh, in today, in today's time, like I listened to this guy called Ankur Variku. Yeah, he's amazing right so i'm a pretty ardent follower of what he puts out i don't listen i don't spend too much time on instagram but on youtube and on his newsletter i follow almost every piece of content he puts out and so often when i'm sitting with my parents on a dinner table i'm quoting what he says and my dad said recently that not because he knows me it's just because i've heard so many things that he said 
He's yeah. become like my personal mentor without him knowing it. So right. that's yeah. a cool thing about today's word. Yeah. For any listeners for your podcast, would highly, highly encourage you to start your investing journey as early as possible. Uh, this is a side note. You didn't ask me this question, yeah. but I'm just very passionate about this topic. Uh, a lot of young kids I know tell me that you know, currently I don't know enough to start. And my answer to them is, you'll never know enough. Nobody knows yeah. enough, right, about what's happening in the world. So take whatever savings you have. It could be thousand rupees, five hundred rupees, etc. And every month save a save an amount and invest it. And if you tell me the excuse that you can't save or you're not getting enough pocket money, find ways to earn money. You can do that by designing stuff today, freelancing, yeah. uh, becoming a creator. You can wash your family's car, or if not your family's car, yeah. your neighbor's <laughs> car. Find ways. And even five hundred rupees invested every month will give you a good understanding about how money works, how you can multiply it and how you can build wealth in the long term. Absolutely. So, yeah. Compounding, compounding is going to help you later in wealth creation. So again, like uh, as I mentioned about getting overwhelmed during COVID, how do you personally balance your work and life? You know, you have so much, as you, as you mentioned earlier, you're working on your startup, your family business and a couple of other things. And again, you have your own personal life here, right? Where you take our time for yourself, where you invest, where you take our time for your friends, partying and whatever gives you happiness, you know? So how is it that you really balance all of this with so much ease without feeling bogged down, without feeling all that anxiety? Yeah, so, so like, you know, ease is, is a relative concept like what might seem easy to me might seem difficult to someone else. So it, it totally yeah. depends on the way you look at it. Yeah. Uh, but th- there are a couple of things that I do, right? Number one is uh, I don't feel like I'm ever working because whatever I'm doing, I love it to the core. So okay. wow. since I've come back to India, there is not one day that I haven't gone to work. Like I'm, I'm currently, I've currently broken my leg, but even when I broke my leg wow. every day I go to work uh, and people tell me, I'm like, you break it. <laughs> This is my enjoyment. So why should I sleep when that doesn't give me happiness? Eight hours gives me happiness, but 10 hours does not give me happiness. So why yeah. should I do that? Yeah. That's one, right? That I really love what I do. Uh, the second big thing is, uh, you know, in, in a week, you have 168 hours. And in a day, you have 86,400 seconds. So now, if, like in 168 hours, a few of them go towards sleeping. A few of them go towards eating. A few of them go towards miscellaneous things. And a few of them go towards working out and spending time with family, all that good stuff. So, Bachta has 60 to 70 hours where you can put in hard, proper work. So, now in 160 hours, 60% of the XC I'm giving away to someone else, like, you know, for life. So, the 40% I have left, I really want to push all my effort into that. So, that really helps me stay motivated, manage things, et cetera, et cetera. And the third big thing, right, Nishta, is along with planning, even prioritizing really, really helps me. So, I remember when I was in college, right? I was doing eight or nine things every semester, four or five clubs. I was leading three, four things. I was being a TA. I was being an RA. I was getting good grades. I was also having fun sometimes, et cetera, et cetera. But in my mind and in my notes, I always had a list of priorities that, you know, this is number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. So if five is blocking number four, four will take precedence. If five is blocking six, five will take precedence. So that really helps me and priorities change. So for example, when I was in college, we had squash nationals. And two months before that, we were practicing five days a week for two hours every day. I did not miss any training sessions. But once nationals got over and practice became optional, I treated like treated it like an optional practice, wherein you know I was when I when I didn't need to go, I was not going to focus on NU Impact or to focus on the entrepreneurship or to focus on other things that I was doing on campus. And the last thing I would mention is 
try to build an efficient life really helps so for example i don't listen to podcasts while sitting alone i listen to podcasts when i'm sleep uh, when i'm uh, working out for 45 wow. minutes i have free time so i listen to podcasts when i'm walking like when i was in boston uh, like a few months ago i was walking almost every night so when i when i would go for a walk i would have one thing that i'm trying to solve in my mind and i would have a framework that while i'm walking walking is a passive activity i'm not thinking while i'm walking but i'm thinking about that thing in a structured way and in 30 minutes that i've come back after walking i actually have three takeaways from this is my this is my big thought that example being should i come back to india to work or should i get a job in america now this is a big question to answer so i spent a week every night when i'm walking i'm thinking about that and when i have my three takeaways i would come back and write it down that these are three reasons why i should stay in america three reasons why i should stay in india so life becomes a lot more efficient in that way when yeah. you can't like you know you can't you you can multitask hmm. but you cannot multi focus so i was multitasking but i was singular focusing on the think on the thinking part not the walking part so that's something i would encourage people as well to build more efficiency in their life wow yeah that is that is so important yeah <laughs> so absolutely yeah. so so what's something that if you could do daily to transcend the noise and the clutter that you feel every morning when you wake up because the first thing that you, we do usually is you know check our phones with then we see those emails those deadlines and then we compare our lives to all all of that that we see on social media for me personally it's not getting up and checking the phone first thing in the morning you know i try to wake up early to give people may call it meditation but personally for me it's just taking up 15 minutes in the morning to just clear my thoughts you know so i don't energy to it yeah. so at the end of the day just being aware of the immense energy you have through some form of meditation and find your form it could be dancing singing etc etc find your form of meditation and that will that will really help you declutter your mind and the last thing i would say is before you sleep please please plan your day because if you get up in the morning knowing right that this is my structure of the day you'll probably be able to follow it but instead if you get up not knowing what you're doing then if if person x calls you you're talking to them person y calls you you're talking to them etc etc yeah. yeah. and, and you don't have any structure so reading meditating your form of meditation working out and then planning your day one night ahead is what i would say helps me to declutter uh, and and be more productive in that nature wow yeah that was so helpful to end you know the whole podcast we have a rapid fire organized and the answer can be either one word or one phrase it's totally up to you so are you ready for the rapid fire round my name is karan but i like how it's it's karan is doing the rapid fire or being a part of oh yes absolutely coffee with karan yes of course so let's go at it i'm excited Right. Okay. So, what is your favorite principle in a book that you have read? Never be late. My mentor Suresh Sumani uh, said that to me. Wow. Okay. If you could tell everyone in the world to start doing one thing every day, what would it be? Be kind first. Be right later. Yeah, I saw that in your Instagram bio. I love that. I love that phrase. Yeah. What do you feel is your greatest accomplishment? My greatest accomplishment. I haven't done it yet. uh but i think i've inspired at least one person to lead a healthier more holistic more conscious lifestyle that would be a great accomplishment and i know that i'm saying more than i'm allowed but a second really cool thing that just happened recently right is that uh, my mom is probably my biggest role model in life and nothing will change that wow. uh so recently i got invited to her school uh, to be a guest judge and though a lot of good things have happened to me which people might say are greater accomplishments that is one thing that i'll never forget in my life where i got to not 
virtually go to her school and be a judge which was really, really special wow beautiful i love i love that also i'm sure you've inspired much more than just one person you can actually be assured of that <laughs> thank you i appreciate that what is the one thing that you are looking forward to learning or accomplishing this year so i'm looking forward to finishing my certified nutritionist course after which i'll be a certified nutritionist wow great yeah i hope you finish that soon so thank you so much bhaiya for being a part of this today and if you all do not already follow him you can go check out his instagram handle at karan kishore priya or check out his linkedin profile he is a real example of everything that he said today thank you so much for being here with us bhaiya it really means a lot Well that was all for today's episode of the Coffee with Warriors podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope that you will follow and share this episode and I look forward to you joining us for many more conversations with our warriors. Thank you so much.